This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at pokedexradio.com. Welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Trainers, my name is Austin. I am your host. Thank you very much for listening in today. Uh, if you'd like the show notes for today's episode, you can find it at pokedexradio.com slash 46. Today we're going to be talking about uh, some fan-made myths and stories that surround the Pokemon world. And the Poke Beach website turns 10 years old, actually turned 10 years old last week. It's crazy stuff. Now, if you'd like to contact me, you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com or you can leave a comment on our Facebook on facebook.com slash pokedexradio. But let's get into the main topics for today's episode right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash pokedexradio. Now, they have over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone Android, or Kindle. Again, please visit audibletrial.com slash pokedexradio to get your free audiobook and support the show. Now, again, today's main, uh, today's one of today's main topics is the fact that Pokebeach, uh, pokebeach.com, a website that uh, talks about all kinds of Pokemon news, pretty much the same thing that we do here, same thing kind of uh, that Bulbapedia does, but Pokebeach has been doing it also for uh, 10 years now. They started the website uh, back on July 15th of 2003, um, the guy who started the website, I couldn't find his uh, real name just because when I was doing all the research for today's episode, um, it was last night, like two in the morning. So I was pretty tired and I just got home from work as well. Um, but his uh, online name is Water Pokemon Master. Now, I honestly can't believe this guy. You know, he's, he's my age. He's uh, a year and a couple months older than me from what I saw on his, uh, on his profile there on uh, the Poke Beach website. Like this guy is just, just older than me. So, you know, he started this website at 14. What was I doing at 14? Nothing. Honestly, what was I doing at 14? Nothing, honestly. Um, but honestly, I, I really commend him and I wish I could congratulate him by name. You know, if you, if you read the post, I said the same thing there, you know, I wish I could have congratulated him by name you know, possibly even be able to work with him on maybe an episode of Pokedex Radio. Or, funny enough, he's doing his master's degree in, he's uh, studying film, you know, as a graduate, which is awesome because I'm totally into film too. You know, like I, you know, film my own stuff with my friends every once in a while. I'm actually going to be uh, filming one of these upcoming weeks, hopefully. Uh, we get around to it, filming a music video. Um, so, you know, it'd be really cool to go ahead and collaborate with him, you know, with some stuff. I know he lives out in a uh, California, I think. Eh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I live all the way out in Florida, so it's pretty far away from each other, but still. Um, 
you know, but really anything, any kind of help that the Pokedex radio or just me, I can provide to help promote or do anything for Poke Beach, you know, or collaborate, you know, with, with their website on projects, you know, films, whatever, you know, that would be, that would be awesome to see how that there's some sort of dedication there for the love of Pokemon for such a long time, you know, 2000, July 15, 2003. And of course I know he's, I'm sure he's been playing since the same time I have, you know, possibly a little bit longer cause he's, he's a, a, you know, a year older than me, you know, this guy, you know, I, I really commend this guy and I look up, I look up towards him, you know, um, you know, as you know, what I would like to do with the Pokedex radio podcast as well. Pokedex radio has been around for four and a half years now, you know, roughly he's been around for 10, you know, I didn't start Pokedex radio till I was 19. So, you know, we'll see what happens when I'm 29. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to still do this podcast. I really enjoy doing this and I really enjoy bringing, you know, the learning experience for you guys and any sort of news and everything that I can gather because what the difference is between something uh, like a website like Poke Beach or even others like Bulbapedia, things like that, um, and like Cerebee to the Pokedex radio is you can come here and find all the news from all the other news sites, more like commentary sort of. Um, and I kind of try to gather, you know, the what I feel is, you know, uh, what's the most important things in the news as far as the Pokemon video game is concerned, things like that. I, I know I don't get too much into the anime um, or really into the card game, uh, but still you know, congratulations to the Poke Beach website um, and the guy Water Pokemon Master, or, you know, whatever your name is, honestly. I wish I would have known for for this episode. Um, but congratulations to you and uh, and and all your endeavors. Um, really, it's, it, it's amazing to see somebody go ahead and, you know, have such a dedication and passion for the Pokemon video game, just like I do. That's the reason I started the Pokedex Radio podcast. You know, no, it wasn't my first idea for a podcast, um, but still congratulations, man, you know, keep it up. It, it's, it's a wonderful thing that you are doing for the, uh, for the Pokemon community. And, uh, we're hoping to see what happens in the next few years, uh, as far as the website Poke Beach is concerned, because I, uh, on the post that he, um, by water, uh, that the water, uh, that water Pokemon master, uh, posted, he was saying that there's a lot of stuff that he wants to go ahead and do with the site, but he doesn't have always the, uh, the, he has, uh, all the resources to do what he wants to do, but no one to actually execute them. And I mean, I feel the same way as uh, as far as the Pokedex radio uh, website is concerned, as far as other things are concerned, uh, you know, growing um, uh, with the podcast and maybe uh, I'll, I'll talk about it later on in the episode uh, about maybe starting up a podcast network uh, for, uh, you know, teenagers, young adults uh, to go ahead and have um, a place where they can come like a community they can come to and feel at home, you know, with other people. But I'll, I'll talk about it later, uh, after, uh, the poke, uh, the Pokemon of the episode later on, uh, in this episode. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to that later again. Congratulations, man. Uh, keep it up. It's honestly an amazing thing that you're doing. I keep repeating myself. I'm sorry, but good on you. Now we're going to go on to uh, the, the main, uh, next main topic right after this again. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, now instead of going straight through Amazon, you can visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Here I have compiled many different games and consoles and I'm always adding more. Using my store will help support the podcast and won't cost you any more than you would normally pay. 
use Amazon, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyways. So why not just buy through my affiliate store and help me out? Again, to visit my store, go to pokedexradio.com slash store for your opportunity to support the show by just shopping on Amazon. Now, again, today I wanted to talk about some of the uh, some of the uh, fan made sort of like fan fiction type of things uh, surrounding the Pokemon world. Um, I actually had a conversation with a coworker of mine uh, a few uh when did I have the conversation with Renee? Uh, a few months ago, I want to say, um, yeah, it was yeah, close to maybe three months ago, uh, when I first told him about the podcast and stuff like that, and he started listening, and we were talking about um, themes that uh, not themes. Uh, why did I get the word themes from? But we were talking about things um, surrounding the Pokemon world, as far as you know. Oh, do you think this is true? Do you think this is true? Oh, here's some things that I heard on this website. For example, one that. Um, one that it seems pretty plausible, but uh, it has been uh, it's been confirmed that it is false. But it is the Ditto Mew clone theory. Now, some of you may know what this is, but the theory of Ditto's existence in the Pokemon franchise explains that Ditto may possibly be a failed clone of Mew. Now, again, these uh, this is only a theory, and it has been proven false. Okay. Now, some of the uh, reasons to uh, confirm is uh are that they're both pink ditto and mew are both pink okay um their shinies are also both the same color blue okay uh they both know how to transform uh it's i mean technically they can both learn any move and i think ditto and mew are two uh yeah are two uh possibly not the only pokemon that can that can learn transform of course but they were two of the very first Pokemon that could learn the move, the move transform. Obviously some other Pokemon can learn it as well. Um, like, um, Oh my goodness. What is that Pokemon's name? Uh, the one with the, the painting thing as the, uh, the paintbrush as the tail. I couldn't think of the name right now. Anyways. Um, let's see. They both weigh the exact same. They both weigh 8.8 .8 pounds. Um, uh, Ditto's appearance of a scientific blob. Ditto appears to have been man-made. I mean, it does look like a rubbery kind of man-made sort of object. Um, but then again, um, uh, Mewtwo's uh, bio. Mewtwo was said to be the only successful copy of Mew, speculating that Ditto may be a failed clone. I mean, that, that kind of goes into the... To the um, that kind of goes into the idea of Mew being able... Um, of uh, Ditto being able to transform. Okay, yes, Ditto and Mew both can know the move transform, but... Ditto, in a way, was supposed to be a clone, so it can kind of turn itself into whatever they were trying to do using the move Transform. Maybe the scientists were using that. I don't know. Uh, as far as the Pokemon video game is concerned, the Ditto in the Pokemon Mansion in Pokemon Yellow, the wild Pokemon roster for um, the the burned out Pokemon Mansion on Cinnabar Island, where uh, uh, it is kind of said that Mewtwo was created there. Um, uh, was updated to feature in Pokemon Yellow. The the Pokemon Mansion was updated to feature Ditto, speculating that Ditto may have been created in the mansion as well. Now this was even carried over to uh, the Fire Red and Leaf Green games. So this is interesting because if there's Ditto, then again there are Ditto near Fuchsia City. I want to say what is that Route Twenty Four? No, uh, whatever route that is, maybe twelve something like that. I think thirteen. I think it's thirteen. Um, near Fuchsia City, in between. Uh, uh, Lavender Town in the Fuchsia City area, uh, right there, you can find a ton of Ditto in the wild. 
Um, now this takes away from the theory of, uh, the fact that it is in the Pokemon mansion and that a failed ditto, uh, failed Mewtwo clones could be roaming around the Pokemon mansion. That does make it plausible, but knowing that there are a ton of ditto actually out in the wild near the, uh, near Fuchsia city does, uh, take away from that part of the theory. Uh, Mew, uh, the next one is Mew is also said to contain the DNA of every single Pokemon. And then again, wild ditto can essentially breed with every single Pokemon as well. Uh, obviously with the exception of legendaries. Now that is also interesting, but then again, ditto is made to, um, ditto's essential purpose is to copy anything and everything. Uh, again, with the exception of legendary Pokemon it is essentially made to copy everything. Okay. So and Ditto's name is Ditto. You know, when you say Ditto, that means me too, sort of, you know, so it's like, yeah, I'm copying what you're saying. Let's see. Both Ditto and Mew's uh, have the base stat, have base stats that are the same in each category. For example, Mew's attack is 100. Mew's special attack is 100, 100 across the board. Special defense, defense, speed, HP, all 100 base stats across the board. Ditto's are 48 base across the board, all the same. You know, and then uh, the, uh, the theory goes along to say the failed cloning process may have resulted in such diminished stats because it's just under half, you know, from 100 down to 48. I mean, honestly, this is a, a, a pretty good uh, theory. Obviously, it was um, I, and I don't remember where I read that it was actually uh, confirmed to, to be false. Um Let's see where. Okay. Oh, it said uh, actually in game. Uh, there's a comment on the uh, the link that I that I gave. If you go to pokedexradio.com/slash/forty-six and you click on uh, the Ditto Mew uh, clone theory link, uh, there's actually a comment down there that says actually in Game Informer magazine uh, they asked the two guys who made Pokemon and they said that Ditto is not a failed Mewtwo cloning experiment. Okay. So a uh, cloning experiment. So I mean the theory was plausible i mean all the fact all the facts were pointing right towards it being a failed clone but i mean it's interesting it's cool but it's not true but it it, it did it did uh, go ahead and turn some heads honestly it made me interested in looking up more of these type of theories uh surrounding the pokemon world the next one we're going to be talking about is the uh, one of my favorites that we're going to be talking about um the next two ones are going to be two of my favorite theories um and but there's tons more again if you go to pokedexradio.com slash 46 there are a ton of more theories out there, and, uh, with, and you can see some of the links that I uh, provided as well, so you can go ahead and read some of your own. But uh, one of my favorites is the Lavender Town Syndrome. Now, that this has been, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, other uh, Pokemon YouTubers and stuff like that go ahead and discuss this, uh, and there are plenty of sites everywhere uh, talking about uh, the Lavender Town Syndrome, or uh, now if there's little kids in the room, go ahead maybe put them aside, whatever, because uh, we're going to be getting a little bit in depth with what this actually is. Now, again, probably not exactly the best topic for younger, younger children. I mean, if you're 14, 15, you should be fine. But um, so the Lavender Town Syndrome is also called the Lavender Town Suicides or even the Lavender Town Tone or even the Lavender Town Music. Um, what this is, is uh, apparently, there was a peak in suicides and illness of children between the ages of 7 and 12 shortly after the release of uh, Pokemon Red and Green in Japan back in February 1996. Okay. 
Um, let's see what else. Rumors say that these suicides and illness only occurred after the children were playing the game when, until they reached Lavender Town, uh, whose theme had extremely high frequencies, that the music had high frequencies. The study showed that only children and young teens can hear these frequencies, and since, uh, since their ears are more, uh, more sensitive. Due to, the lavender down, uh, due to the lavender tone, at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide um, and others developed uh, illnesses and afflictions due to the high frequencies. Um, there are other videos as well showing the differences between uh, the music from the original red and green Pokemon games to the blue game in Japan, obviously yellow game here. Uh, and the red and blue games here didn't have those high frequencies in the United States. The uh, anything out of Japan didn't have those higher frequencies. Okay, but the thing is, this is completely false. I mean, it is nice to think about. I mean, it's not nice to think about, but it is nice to um, uh, to think that this something like this might be plausible. I mean, it does seem, you know, yes, younger people can hear higher frequencies. That is a fact. That's you know, that's you know, I mean. You sometimes uh, I remember when I was younger, everybody used to have that mosquito ringtone and the adults couldn't hear it. The teachers couldn't hear it. But, you know, us as kids, we could hear it because as we get older, our hearing starts to diminish. And those higher, those extremely high frequencies uh, were unable to hear anymore. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, one video appeared in 2010 using a quote-unquote special software to analyze the audio of Lavender Town. When the music played, the software created images of unknown, uh, the Pokemon unknown near the end of the audio. Uh, this, this raised a controversy, uh, since unknown didn't appear until the generation two games, silver, gold, and crystal. Now un the unknown, if you read them in this, you know, special software, obviously this was just another YouTube video made as uh, I mean, this whole thing is a, what is it? A creepy pasta is what they call it. Um, now the unknown, when you read them, it says, they say, leave now. And there are others. Um, I wish I could have found the other one because uh, it's not in this, uh, not in any of the links that I gave here. If I can find it again, it'll be at pokedexradio.com slash 46. Um, there was one that was a very, very good story. Um, if anything, if I, if it's not on the website uh, within a, if, if it's not on uh, that blog post, it might be within a couple of days of me posting it. If I can go ahead and find it, but it should be there. Uh, because at the current moment, there are how many links? There are one, two, three, four links. Um, so Poke Beach turns 10 years old, Ditto Mew clone theory, Lavender Town syndrome, and the craziest Pokemon fan theories. Um, if there's a fifth one, please go ahead and read that one. Um, that one also goes into the uh, effect that uh, there was something wrong with a Pokemon, with uh, with a couple of cartridges of the Pokemon games and it goes into this huge story and everything. And it's very good. Uh, but again, then again, these are all just stories and, and things that people have made up kind of fan fiction. Uh, but again, going along t uh, the, uh, the idea of lavender town syndrome. Um, so, uh, where, where am I going with this? So again, this is all fake. Um, and they, uh, you can find YouTube videos on this and you can actually hear the difference between the two. Uh, because one is extremely more, um, extremely much higher pitched uh, than uh, the uh, remaking of the uh, than the remade music, and obviously some of the newer games like Fire Red and Leaf Green, um, and even uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. When you go to Lavender Town, the music is much different because it's remade. It's uh, even for uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, it's probably remixed. Um, 
and even for uh, gold and silver and crystal as well. It's probably remixed music. Uh, I don't remember exactly how, uh, you know, what, what differences in the music are. Um, but they are set to a lower frequency and uh, 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 different uh, rhythms and things like that. But again, uh, this video showed that the unknown, the, the unknown said leave now. Um, sometimes it would say get out and stuff like that. And very, very creepy looking things. And it would have the image of the ghost that you see in Lavender Town without the silph scope. Okay. Uh, and it would uh, say that people would get ill, things like that. But that is Lavender Town syndrome. And of course, again, fake. The next one I want to talk about, I mean, if you look at the link that I showed you guys um, in, again, pokedexradio.com slash 46, some of the links there, one talks about uh, the uh, conspiracy theory behind uh, behind uh, Gengar being Clefairy's shadow or even the ghost of a Clefairy, which is interesting. Gengar looks like Clefairy's shadow. I mean, that's, you know, that's just obvious. I mean, if you look at it, one looks like the other. And uh, the only thing is, uh, the Gengar really doesn't have wings, even though it kind of has like ridges on his back, uh, has the same ear shapes. Uh, the tail is a little bit different, but still very, uh, very interesting. Um, let's see what the other ones are before I get to my favorite one. Uh, the fact that they, uh, the design, a designer may have messed up the evolutions of some of the Pokemon. Um, looking at uh, Butterfree's eyes and then looking at a Venonat, Venonat's eyes and the mouth shape and their color and everything, they look very similar. Yeah. Okay. And then if you look at a Venomoth and if you look at um, a Metapod, they both have very similar eyes, right? So it could have been that Venonat actually evolved into Butterfree and then uh, Caterpie, Metapod, and then Venomoth. Maybe. I mean, that's very plausible. But then again, it could be just, you know, a coincidence in um, uh, the styles of the way the Pokemon look. Another one is Kangaskhan being Cubone's, uh, uh, being a Cubone's mother. Uh, or being a, uh, a Kangaskhan originally being what a Cubone evolved into instead of Marowak. Maybe there was supposed to be another evolution afterwards. Uh, uh, you know, very good theories because, you know, you don't really know what a Cubone looks like underneath the um, its mother's skull. So, again, interesting. Another one, uh, you uh, killed your rival's Pokemon, the Raticate. And I did post something about that a long, long time ago. Um, but the one that I really want to talk about, why isn't my mouse working? There you go. The one I really want to talk about is the fact that there is a lack of adult men, honestly, in the Pokemon video games, at least in the Kanto region. Yes, there are a few here and there. Uh, if you go on the SSN, yeah, there are all of the sailors and then you see a lot of the gentlemen and things like that. Um, but, and then you see a, a few sparse adult men throughout the game but mostly what you're seeing i mean like giovanni but giovanni is obviously a little bit older but let's say between the ages of uh maybe 18 and like 35 there are no adult men throughout any of the, uh any of you know the game uh and i mean thinking about this is also kind of goes to you know moves on to johto there are very few adult men in johto that i can think of i mean yeah, there are all the rockets and everything, but not really too many. And in Hoenn, not that I can think of either, but this mostly pertains to the red and blue games. Sorry, uh, the Kanto region mostly pertains to that. Uh, there's a theory of, uh, floating around the internet that paints a dark, horrific story of the Pokemon world, or at least the Kanto region. Um, many players have noted that the Pokemon red and blue, there is a large absence of middle-aged men in the game world. Um, 
uh, this uh, thinking about the la- uh, think about the last time you played Pokemon. Sorry, I'm reading this. Think about the last time you played Pokemon. An abnormally large amount of trainers uh, chilling in the wild were little kids. Think about that. Most of the trainers are children. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and then again, you see a lack of adult middle-aged men, usually father, a fatherly age. I mean, thinking about it, the age of a 10 year old child, uh, you know, you as the trainer, your father would probably be around 35, 36 years old. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe a year or two older than that, maybe a year or two younger than that, depending on when your parents had you, of course. Um, where's your dad in the game? There is no father in any of the games. Have you noticed that? Uh, except, you know, with the exception of like, uh, the, the Hoenn region where Norman is your father. Um, Norman's your father, right? Yeah. Norman's your father, stuff like that. Um, you know, taking some of those things aside in most of the Pokemon games, you don't have a father figure. You have your mother there. She's always there. She's always in the house you know, or going around doing things. I think in the, one of the black and white games, your mother is like a contest, you know, uh, contestant person, but there, uh, mostly it's, you know, your mom, uh, all the, all the officers are, uh, officer, all the officer Jennies are all women. Okay. Uh, duh, obviously, but, uh, all the law enforcement is women. A lot of the people that you encounter are mostly women. Okay. With the exception of a few, uh, key, uh, players in the, uh, key, uh, non playable characters in the game. Okay. Um, and it points mostly to, uh, Lieutenant Surge, uh, the lightning American, whatever. Um, so Lieutenant Surge mentions that he's a survivor of some sort of war that um, almost took his life. And he says that his Pokemon saved, you know, saved his life, you know, once there was one of the trainers in his gym that said that, you know, oh, Lieutenant Surge was my commanding CO. It was my strict CO is what he says, which is CO means commanding officer. So my strict CO, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. He was, he was his commanding officer. Okay. And others say that, you know, yeah, Lieutenant Surge was, you know, uh, one of, one of the best, you know, you know, was, uh, was, uh, was, uh, was there well, all, mostly all of their commanding officers. They all, you know, fought against, fought uh, alongside him with, uh, in this war, you know, in some sort of, you know, uh, battle that they were in what I don't know. Uh, but the theory goes on to say that, um, some people are speculating that the war caused a generation kill. Okay. Meaning a wipeout. Uh, and I, I don't want to use the word genocide, but pretty much, uh, but let's just say just a generation wipeout of, uh, adult men and that there are that's why that there are so few of them that this that there was all the men went to this war and that the young children of the Kanto region are the first generation to find peace after this war okay um and then it goes on to say this is why I explain that the father uh, the player's father is absent hint that he's deceased and why the rival character has no parents again they deceased uh, there they uh they died. Um, and uh, while a lot of this theory involves speculation and imagination, the horrifying idea of a human Pokemon war that wiped out an entire generation is pretty sweet. At least that's what that thing says. Um, but yeah, honestly, one of my favorite Pokemon stories uh, that are, again, are all speculation. But think about it. He's a lieutenant. And I put this in the post as well. So I'm pretty much, you know, taking from what I wrote uh, earlier about this. He's a freaking lieutenant. Where, where are there any other sort of, you know, military force in the Pokemon world? Do you, do you ever, did you ever see one? I can't think of any that I've ever seen. Honestly, I don't see any other, you know, other than, you know, Lieutenant Surge and some of his other, you know, 
some of the other trainers, the, what do they call junior trainers in the gym, something like that, or some of the other trainers in his gym, um, you know, talking about the fact that, you know, oh, he was our commanding officer. You know, he was who we followed in this war. You know, he's a lieutenant. What about all the other rankings and things like that? I don't, I've never seen any of these other, you know, people. And in what, you know, what branch of the military, what he, what he was in, you know, yeah. And here in the United States, we have, you know, an army, a Navy, a, uh, we have the Marines, we have, you know, the, um, what is it? Uh, the, the national guard, you know, the people who are supposed to be here, uh, protecting the country itself, which they, they don't normally do. They send them out. Uh, but that's a conversation for a different type of podcast. Uh, a little annoying, but go, go moving on from that. Um, and we have all these on uh, the air force, we have all these other branches. So he was Lieutenant of, I mean, he's wearing camo. So where's the picture that I have of him here? Looking at the dude, he's wearing, I mean, he's not really, I mean, it's kind of sort of, uh, I mean, he's wearing what you would think, you know, a guy going out, you know, very, very muscular. He has dog tags. Excuse me. Wow. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, he's wearing dog tags. Um, he's a Lieutenant. They call him the lightning American. So I don't know why he would be considered an American. You know, there's no America in the Pokemon world, unless there is, unless the Pokemon world is some, you know, third dimension, you know, somewhere out in the Atlantic Pacific ocean or any of the other oceans, whatever, you know, third dimension, some sort of weird dimension floating around, uh, that they're able to, you know, move in and out of, you know, their dimension and our dimension. And for some reason, some dude named Lieutenant Surge, you know, whatever his first name is, I think of Lieutenant Surge, you know, just now thinking about it, for some reason, I think of Lieutenant Dan from uh, <laughs> from uh, the um, uh, Forrest Gump movie. Um, great movie, though. I, I love that movie. One of my favorite movies. Anyways, so, I mean, he had to have been in some sort of army somewhere. I don't see any sort of military forces in, in any of the Pokemon games. You know, maybe it's because they're all wiped out and he's one of the last ones remaining. I don't know. Um, but you see a lot of the law enforcement are uh, mostly females. You do see every once in a while an Interpol agent. Uh, even in the Pokemon, uh, the red and blue Pokemon games, there is an international police uh, agent on the SSN. And if you don't believe me, walk into the SSN, any one of the games, uh, walk in um, and you just, you go straight down until you hit the wall there. Uh, as soon as you walk in and you're going to pass the dude, he's like, I am Le, Le Chef or whatever he calls himself. Uh, walk straight down and then walk straight, uh, walk all the way to your left in the leftmost room to the leftmost room or the one before it, there's a guy in there that says he's part of an international police and he's looking for um, people who are, you know, stealing Pokemon, mainly kind of talking about Team Rocket, you know, going along with that theme that Team Rocket are the bad guys of this game. But then when you go to the, uh, was it the Sinnoh region in Diamond and Pearl, there is an Interpol agent there, you know, and obviously these guys are also middle-aged, so you do see a few, you know, obviously you see some of the gentlemen and things like that, and uh, even Koga is a little bit older. Uh, but going along with this, it's, uh, again, I can talk about this for a while and try to, you know, make up my own speculations about these things because it is one of my favorite uh, fan-made theories. And, I mean, of course, it's only a theory, so it's, it's a fan-made theory, so it can't really be disproven unless, you know, specifically asked to the creators of Pokemon. And I'm pretty sure this isn't really what that what they want us to think about it, but it is very cool and plausible if you think about it. Um, but then again, again, it is just a fan-made Pokemon story, Pokemon myth. 
but that is it for the main topics today. Again, congratulations to uh, Polka Beach for their 10-year uh, anniversary. And actually, today is my three-year anniversary with my girlfriend. Uh, so after recording this episode and throwing it up online, she should be heading over here so we can go ahead and celebrate that. And then afterwards, I have to go to work and stuff like that. But anyways, um, but so yeah, uh, those these are some of the theories. There are a few others that I mentioned, and I'm sure there are plenty others out there. Uh, I'll see if I can go ahead and find the um, uh, the other story that I was talking about before. I, I doubt that I would be able to find it again. Um, but if you there's other rumors and things like that. If you go to uh, pokedexradio.com slash three, the third episode, we talked about other rumors as well. I believe I did mention the Pika Blue rumor from back in the day. Um, this is kind of like a part two to that, sort of, in a way. But these are more about uh, stories and things like that that people um, went ahead and made up on the internet. Again, go to pokedexradio.com slash three to hear more about rumors and for today's episode, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash 46 to find the links that I talked about today. Now let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. And in kind of uh, I'm sort of in, in homage to uh, Poke Beach, we're going to go ahead and do a water Pokemon as the Pokemon of the episode today. Uh, today's Pokemon of the episode is Pokemon uh, number 230, Kingdra. Now, Kingdra is a water-slash-dragon-type Pokemon. Um, it is considered the... What, what type of Pokemon is it? Where is it? The, it's considered as a classification of a dragon Pokemon. Uh, it is pretty much a seahorse. I mean, looking at, you know, Horsey and then Seedra. Uh, so, Horsey evolves into Seedra at level 32, then Kingdra evolves when you trade it with a uh, you trade it with a dragon scale. It then evolves into a Kingdra. Okay, uh, so Horsey and Cedra. If I can pull these two up here, they are both only water type Pokemon. Horsey can be found. Uh, Horsey is uh, also considered the dragon Pokemon. They're all considered dragons, uh, even though their type Horsey and Cedra are only water. Kingdra is uh, water dragon. But Horsey uh, can be found in black and white on Route 17, Route 18, and uh, next to the P2 Laboratory when you fish. Again, black and white, same thing, Route 17, Route 18, and next to the P2 Laboratory when you fish. Cedra um, can be found on uh, same places, Route 17, 18, P2 Laboratory when you fish on both black and white and black and white too. Uh, and King, or is Kingdra? Kingdra looks like the exact same thing. Wow, you can actually find Kingdra in the wild now. Didn't realize that. Uh, I don't play through black and white too much. Again, Route 1718 and the P2 Lab when you fish. Um, so now uh, they seem to have similar abilities. Swift Swim, Sniper, Poison. Okay, no, actually, they, they all have different abilities. Um, let's start with Horsey first. Horsey has the ability... Uh, one of his first abilities is Swift Swim. So when it's rainy, the Pokemon speed doubles. However, the speed will not double on the turn that the weather becomes rainy. Um, so it, it's able to um, move twice as fast in the rain. Second ability is Sniper. Uh, the power of critical hit moves is tripled instead of doubled. Very good. I actually like that ability. And next is Hidden Ability is Damp. Uh, explosion and Self-Destruct will not work while this Pokemon is on the field. Cedra's ability, uh, Sniper and Damp, its hidden ability, 
Uh, it has the same of those, so I'm not going to go over those again. But its first ability, uh, so uh, Swift Swim turns into Poison Point. The Pokemon has a 30% chance of being induced with poison when using an attack that requires physical content against uh, your Pokemon, your Seedra. And then once it evolves into Kingdra, Poison Point turns back into Swift Swim, and Kingdra also has the abilities against Sniper and Hidden, abil hidden Ability of Damp. So let's go over, let's actually go over both Seedra and Kingdra's base stats, because if you don't have anybody to trade with, pretty much you're not going to be able to evolve your Seedra into a Kingdra. So let's do both, just for good measure. Let's start with Seedra first. Seedra is Pokemon number 117. It is a Generation 1 Pokemon. Seedra's uh, stats, HP 55, uh, base stats, HP 55, attack 65, defense 95, special attack 95, special defense 45, and speed of 85. Uh, Kingdra is a Generation 2 Pokemon. Again, evolves from Seedra, Pokemon number 230. His base stats are HP 75, attack 95, uh, defense 95, special attack 95, special defense 95, and a speed of 85. What really increases when you evolve a Seedra into a Kingdra is its HP, attack, and special defense. Everything else seems to stay the same. Um, pretty much adding a significant amount to its special defense. Speed, defense, and, and special attack all stay the same. His um, attack increases by 20 points, HP increases by 20 also. Um, I'm sorry, attack increases by 30 points, and HP increases by 20 base stat points, and his defense increases by, special defense increases by 50. Huge jump, definitely evolve it if you can. Obviously, it will be weak to ice, right? Will it be weak to ice? Where are you? Ice. No, I'm sorry, it's not weak to ice. It is only weak against dragon. That's what I meant, dragon. So... It doesn't. It does uh, take on a weakness, but it's still a very good Pokemon. But then again, Dragon is weak to Dragon, so you're fine as long as you teach your Kingdra either an Ice type move or a Dragon type move, which it can learn. Um, uh, obviously, it learns Twister uh, and also Dragon Dance, and then Dragon Pulse, level 57, and Cedra uh, um, can also uh, also at level 57 learns Dragon Pulse. So that's pretty good. Uh, Dragon Dance is as I've I've enjoyed using dra the Dragon Dance move to increase my Pokemon's attack and speed, you know, and using it on a Pokemon that's already fast and has a high attack. I mean, it just you know, you know, you're just sweeping there. So, anyways, again, that is today's Pokemon of the episode, Kingdra, Pokemon number two hundred and thirty. But that is it for today's episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Let me go ahead and actually, I wanted to talk about something really fast. Now, I pre-recorded next week's episode already, okay? So I'll be talking about it in next week's episode, too. Um, next week, I kind of discussed something towards the end of the episode of uh, the fact that I want to start up a podcast network, and I mentioned it earlier in today's episode, too. I'm thinking of starting up a podcast network. Now, the only way for this to work is for a network of podcasts I would need multiple podcasts to be a part of this network. And I'll be putting it under the name of Flashlight Studios for now. Don't know if I want to go ahead and change that name anytime soon, but uh, the name Flashlight Studios, I probably want to keep on this because I do own the uh, the domain flashlight-studios.com. 
but we might go ahead and change that. I don't know yet. I didn't mention this in next week's episode because I'm actually recording this one after. Um, uh, it's weird. I recorded them out of order, but it doesn't matter. Um, so I'm thinking of starting up a podcast network geared towards um, younger adults, you know, uh, you know, teenagers as well, you know, adolescents, younger adults, and maybe a little bit older as well. Um, uh, just a group of podcasts, not just video game stuff, but other types of podcasts as well. You know, you know, younger adults who are, you know, coming out of college want to, you know, want to try to become businessmen, things like that, you know, not, not just businessmen, businesswomen, you know, trying to find a good job, things like that. Sort of a community of podcasts that, you know, people that are my age, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger can come and listen to, to find help on different things. Obviously this one is more towards like the fun side. We go ahead and we learn about Pokemon, you know, cool little things, gaming, things like that. Um, but that, this is obviously geared towards a little bit of a younger audience, maybe teenagers. Obviously this is good for older players as well, you know, who are just trying to get back into the game, things like that. You know, and even me, you know, I don't play Pokemon religiously like I used to, you know, when I was much younger, but I still enjoy the game every now and again. Uh, and I think I do talk about that in next week's episode, or I will talk about that in next week's episode, whatever. I, re- I already recorded it. Uh, however, you want to put the tense of the conjugation of the to be verb. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm thinking about going ahead and starting up a podcast network. Now, what my proposition to any of you listeners uh, are, any of you trainers out there who have your own podcast, is uh, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast network, um, obviously there is a screening process that I'll be going ahead and uh uh, looking, uh, looking through your podcast, making sure like I would try to, you know, do the best to make it a clean podcast. Or if you're even thinking of starting your own podcast, I'm actually in the, uh, the planning stages of starting a second podcast, what it's going to be about. Uh, it's already, you know, I mean, what its title is going to be, I don't know yet what the, what, what the new podcast is going to be called, but I will have a co-host for that podcast and will be geared towards the audience that I'm actually looking for right now. Again, teenagers to young adults. Now i I, that podcast, I'm not going to say what it's about yet because we're still in the planning phases yet. It's not 100% that it's going to be starting anytime soon. Uh, I would like for it to start soon. I still need to go ahead and get the domain name and everything and still think about a name for that podcast uh, uh, and start doing research for maybe the first couple of episodes and, re- and record those and make sure everything is going good before I go ahead and you know start talking about it um, and start mentioning the fact that I do have a second podcast, but not at the moment yet. We're still working on it. Um, so that new podcast will hopefully be geared towards the audience that I'm looking for. And if you have your own podcast about whatever it may be, you know, you know, if it's about, you know, certain things in, in, a, in a schooling environment or in an out of school environment, maybe if it's a, you know, an entrepreneur type podcast for, you know, younger adults, things like that, whatever type of podcast, if you guys have one, or if you guys were thinking of starting a podcast, um, and it also being towards uh, a similar audience that you think I would be looking for, um, email me. And I would like to hear what your idea is for a podcast. And maybe then again, we can go ahead and under my production supervision, if you want to put it that way, um, we can go ahead and try to go ahead and start you up with your own podcast as well. I'd be able to help you out in doing that. So go ahead and email me instead of the, uh, you can email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. Uh, but in the, uh, in the subject of the email, put in like podcast or podcast network or something like that. 
and let me know what your idea is. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not a guarantee that if you are if you do have your own podcast already that I'm going to automatically bring you into my network or anything like that. I mean, if you have your own Pokemon podcast also, you know, it's, you know, obviously, you know, we already have a Pokemon podcast here. It's Pokedex Radio. Um, but obviously I would need to bring, I would like to bring in something different into the mix to start a podcast network for younger adults uh, sort of stuff. Um, I talked about it a little bit in next episode and, you know, next week's episode as well. Uh, but I want, I think this episode, I'm giving a, a better explanation to it since I thought about it a little bit more, uh, thought about what to say a bit more. Again, email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. That's F E E D B A C K at pokedexradio.com. Um, just make sure to put in the words podcast network into the subject of your email. Um, or you could also email me personally at austin at flashlight-studios.com. That's F-L-A-S-H-L-I... Wow. F- I did this in the, in the next episode too. F-L-A-S-H-L-I-G-H-T dash, not an underscore, a dash, studios, S-T-U-D-I-O. Oh my goodness, I can't spell today. Hang on, I'm sorry. I couldn't spell in the next episode too. Flashlight dash studios. Okay. F L A S H L I G H T dash S T U D I O S dot com. So Austin, A U S T I N at flashlight dash studios dot com. I can't spell today. Today, you know, I've been up since really early this morning. It's actually about 10 30 this morning. And I've been around running errands and stuff like that. And my mind isn't uh, into uh, what I'm talking about at the moment. <laughs> Neither was it in the last episode too, because I was up early that morning too. I mean, in the next episode. Uh, so again, email me. Let me know what your ideas is, are for maybe you you starting your own podcast, um, or even if you have your own podcast and would like to join uh, this network, uh, you know, uh, under the production supervision of Flashlight Studios. So it'd be like Flashlight Studios Production Network or Flashlight Studios Podcast Network. I would probably start up a new website or just build on the existing one that I have at flashlight-studios.com uh, regarding this network of podcasts. Um, that could be podcasts, a uh, uh, maybe a, a YouTube series of whatever, whatever, uh, or even video podcast, audio podcast, or even a blog, whatever it is that you have um, already, or maybe you're thinking of starting up something or, you're, or whatever, let me know. Email me again. Um, so again, the links for all the show notes today can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 46. Um, you can find out, uh, find all of our other episodes. You just go to pokedexradio.com and find everything there. And go and like us on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes. And if you do subscribe on iTunes, please go ahead and give us a review and a five-star rating if you'd like. Uh, you can go ahead and comment on today's show notes of any uh, uh, any topics you you know you want to discuss with me uh, on the show notes again at pokedexradio.com slash 46 or if you can comment to the posting for this on facebook as well so we can start a discussion about other types of myths and stories and rumors and things like that in the pokemon world maybe we'll do another another episode sometime in the future about more stories that pop up um uh surrounding the pokemon world but again, that is pretty much it for today's episode. Again, go ahead and subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Go ahead so you can uh, stay in the loop with Pokedex Radio. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Pokedex Radio on Twitter. Again, all the links can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 47. All the links for today's episode, including the Twitter, the Facebook, everything. But that is it for 
today's episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Again, my name is Austin. Austin. Wow, I don't know my own name. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.